This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Good evening. I tell you what, he is the most popular villain in sports. Welcome, everybody. I mean, you might deep down inside of you know that it's true, but you don't want to admit it. His job is not in jeopardy because the NFL is making money hand over fist. They are rich. Point is, ladies and gentlemen, Reed works. Roger Goodell may be your whipping boy football fans, and you may hate him and you may boo him. Come on, Philly, come on. There you go. He loves it. He loves it. We are thrilled to be back here in Philadelphia. I'm telling you, the guy eats that stuff up. I would tell you that it's not awkward at all for me. He's one of my favorite caricatures in sports. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. It's time to have some fun. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Oh, Roger Goodell. I know he's the bane of your existence. And once again, the NFL with the commissioner as its poster boy under fire for what many consider a very controversial ending to Cowboys-Lions on Saturday night. Now, I say the NFL is nutso, and I am going to tell you that it's not as controversial as you think. And maybe, just maybe, that failed two-point conversion to end the game for the Lions, though they are already NFC North champions, no harm, no foul, but that failed two-point conversion after two successful attempts were negated by penalties Maybe it shouldn't have happened at all. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. It may be the new year. Happy 2024 to you, but this is still my opinion. It will never change. People hate me based on this one opinion. Are you ready? I'm going to restate it to start the new year. No game, as in no game in sports ever, but no game in the NFL, no game between the Lions and Cowboys on a Saturday night, even with playoff implications, is decided by one play, one snap, one flag, one blown call by the officials. No play ever comes down. No no play ever decides a single game. No game ever comes down to one moment. If it did, they wouldn't play 60 minutes. Can a game be hanging in the balance late? Sure. Does a call or a moment late maybe carry heavier implications because there's less time to make up for it? Absolutely. But the Cowboys did not win the game on that one call by the officials that's now coming under scrutiny. Of course not. Both teams had ample opportunities to win this game. Both teams had ample opportunities to do what the Ravens did to the Dolphins on Sunday. 
You miss and you squander opportunities earlier in the game. You don't score here. You score there. You settle for a field goal instead of a touchdown. You turn the ball over. How about Detroit Lions? If you don't want to be in that position, don't have an interception late in the fourth quarter that leads to a Cowboys field goal. Okay, every play is an opportunity. Every drive is an opportunity. Every possession provides opportunity. Don't let the officials and a call they might make or not make play such a critical role. How about don't leave it until the last minute? Right? You you are the athletes on the field who have a chance to affect this game for all 60 minutes. No game ever boils down to one moment or one flag or one play. It's not that simple. And no, the NFL is not rigged. You'll never hear me blame officials for the outcome of a game. To do that would be to take it away from the guys on the field who really matter. Are officials perfect? No. Has this officiating crew had some pretty high-profile blown calls this season? Yeah. Which is why they're not likely to work the postseason. That's the report now coming out on Sunday. But is it why the Cowboys won? No. The Lions still had another chance for the two-point conversion. Not to mention, they could have gone for the kick and forced overtime. You want to keep playing? How about go for the point-after attempts instead of the two-point conversion? That way, you're still playing into OT. Ah, Their own decisions, their own execution or lack thereof is what decided this game. Not the officials. But I know it's easier to blame the guys in stripes. Oh, and actually blame a female in stripes, right? Because Sarah Thomas was working the game. Love Sarah. Sarah's worked a Super Bowl and has been on the show multiple times. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to let you hear it. But again, you're not going to change our mind. People hate me for that opinion alone. But the refs don't decide games. The athletes do. The coaches do. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We'll get back to your calls, 855-212-4227. In the meantime, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, where are you listening? How are you listening? Because you can listen so many ways. Happy New Year to you. Happy 2024. We now welcome Alaska into the mix. One of the best vacations I've ever taken in my life. Hawaii, you're stragglers. You're coming in hot, of course. We'll be visiting you in May. We will be visiting you in May. That's actually the honeymoon destination. So for those of you who are listening in Hawaii or have been, we'll take your suggestions. All right, let's talk about this game between Lions and Cowboys. Under the lights on Saturday night, it was a record-breaking game, record-setting game for one C.D. Lamb. And at home, now Dak and C.D. have a, a, a great connection. We've seen that prosper and flourish this season, but at home, man, with that crowd at AT&T Stadium, it is dynamic to see these two go to work. Back to throw. They blitz him from the safety spot, and Prescott escapes that, runs to his right, throws on the run to the middle of the field. Lamb at the 50. No one will get anywhere near him. Lamb could crawl in if he wanted to. C.D. Lamb, 92 yards from Dak Prescott for the Dallas touchdown. Seven and a half minutes in the game. Snap to Prescott, standing and looking and throwing right to the end zone. Brandon Cooks, touchdown Cowboys. Perfect route, perfect throw. Cowboys regain the lead. 
That is the great Brad Sham on Cowboys Radio. The Brandon Cooks touchdown gives the Cowboys the lead middle of the fourth quarter. So we'll come back to that point. But just to talk about C.D. Lamb, an incredible performance from him. The 92-yard score, I mean, Dak Prescott nearly got sacked, not once but twice. Actually nearly got sacked in the end zone for a safety. And instead, he ducks, he dives, he jukes. He wriggles out of control, and the Lions defense watches him then chuck this ball downfield, and it was just over the reach of the defender. And CD is able to get in for a 92-yard score, the second longest in Cowboys team history. He goes for 227 yards on 13 catches and that touchdown. An incredible performance for CD, and now has more receiving yards in a single season than any other Cowboy receiver in history. Andrew, if you wouldn't mind racking up CD and letting me know, just because it was such an incredible performance, and yet he too was stressed. It's cut number 77. He too was stressed at the end of the game watching how this was going to play out. So yeah, love Dak to CD. It's a real moment for me. Uh, Obviously, shout out to my guys. You know, we've continued to work, continue to build, continue to grow. And, um, I mean, it showed. I wouldn't be able to do any of this without them. I love the way those two have grown up together. And Dak a little bit older, but he's found his number one guy. He's found his security blanket, right? He's he's found his dynamic, the other half of his dynamic duo in C.D. Lamb. All right, so get back to the fourth quarter now. That Brandon Cooks touchdown gives the Cowboys the lead over the Lions on Saturday night. Later in the fourth quarter, Donovan Wilson intercepts Jared Goff, which leads to a Dallas field goal. All right, so how do you blame the officials for what happened at the end of the game with the Lions, if not for that Donovan Wilson pick, or let's look at it from the Lions' perspective, a wasted possession late in the game. He throws a pick, which allows the Cowboys to then pad their lead, right? Because that interception leads to a Cowboys field goal. And so as much as I understand why it's frustrating and the Lions had put themselves there to try to rally, I mean, you throw an interception in the late stages of a tight game and you're asking for trouble, which they got. So the Cowboys were up 20-13 to at that point. Now credit the Lions. I love what I saw from them. Sam Laporta had had a really tough game, but comes through in this moment. So very first opportunity, Goff hits him for 10 yards and a first down. Then it goes deep on the very next snap, and Laporta hauls it in for 25 yards. So the rookie tight end was then fighting a little bit of redemption. Later, on a third and 10, now we're inside the final minute, Goff finds Laporta, 15 yards, moves the sticks again. All right, so what we saw from Jared Goff to Sam Laporta on that final drive was really impressive, especially against that Dallas defense. The touchdown goes to Amon Ra St. Brown with 23 seconds to go, and here's where it gets spicy. All right, so a series of two-point attempts, two-point conversion attempts. And again, the Cowboys, they're up by a single point here. So what could happen is Detroit could kick The PAT presumably would be good. Not that it's a gimme any day in the NFL, but they could have gone for the tie in overtime. 
Instead, they chose to go for the two-point conversion. Goff takes turns, fakes the give to Montgomery, sets the pocket, throws, ends a wide open. It is caught. Taylor Decker, two points. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Oh, baby. Jared Goff to Taylor Decker. The Lions have the lead. What a play. What a playbook. <laughs> I was actually listening. The Hubs and I were listening to Dan Miller on Lions Radio. We, we heard that call live. I love Dan. He's been on the show before. He's a phenomenal announcer, and he loses his mind. And so, yes, on that two-point conversion, it appears as though the Lions have come back to win. It sounds like they have, and he's yelling about Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions. Then we find out there is a late flag. I mean, it was a late flag. We find out that Taylor Decker, so big man TD there, right? Taylor Decker, according to the officials, did not report in as an eligible receiver. Okay, so Decker is the starting left tackle for the Lions, which means he's not generally allowed to touch the ball. That's why the flag is for, quote-unquote, illegal touching. (laughs) It's one of my favorite calls in the NFL, illegal touching, because there's legal touching, but then there's illegal touching. It refers to the ball, not a person, okay? Get your mind out of the gutter. So many, much of the illegal touching happens in the scrumbles when these guys are uh, fighting for a possession and no one can see what they're punching and scratching and jabbing. You hear players, uh, usually retired players, talk about what happens in those big scrums. Yeah, talk about illegal touching. But in this case, the illegal touching is because If he does not report in as an eligible receiver, an old lineman can't touch the ball or can't receive the ball, can't catch the ball. And so according to the officials, Decker did not report. And that's why the flag was thrown. That's why the two-point conversion was waved off. Okay, so here's where the crazy, the craziness ensues, especially on social media. There is a video and there are many snapshots. You can find them online. You can find them on Twitter, anywhere you look right now, which have both Decker and Dan Skipper, who's a backup offensive lineman, over-talking to the officials before that play. The officials say that Skipper reported to them that he was eligible, which means they have to relay it to the defense and not Decker. Decker's the one who caught the pass. Both Decker and Skipper, again, the two Lions offensive linemen, are saying, no, we told the official it was Decker who was eligible. For some reason, the official did not relay that to the Lions, instead relayed that it was Skipper who reported in as eligible. Two players can't report to be eligible on the same play, right? So you can't have both those guys doing it. So in the opinion and the report of the officials, Skipper was the one who said he was eligible which is what they then tell the defense, right? So the the whole idea is for competitive balance, you can't just throw a guy out there who's not generally eligible and not tell the defense. So the Lions defense would have heard, according to the officials, that Skipper was eligible, not Decker. Wait, I got that backwards, sorry. Cowboys defense, my fault. Cowboys defense would have thought Skipper was eligible and not Decker, which is why they would have known to guard against Decker if, if he had had reported. But the officials were saying he did not. So it gets kind of convoluted. But what you see is you see two guys go over to the official, 
two lions go over to the officials and presumably one of them reported. But the Cowboys defense has a right to know. Now, here's what I heard. This was actually really interesting. What I heard from Scott Pioli on NFL Network is that he's never seen two guys go over to the official at the same time. So, of course, the Cowboys knew one of those guys was going to be eligible. Otherwise, what are you doing over there? But Pioli said, you almost always see just one guy go over. And so, yeah, there must have been confusion. The officials either heard wrong or or the Lions were trying to slide of hand and only one guy reported. In this case, they thought it was Skipper. So the idea was that they were trying to fake out the Cowboys, right? Send two guys over. They don't know which one's eligible. But that's actually not legal. All right, so... You've got essentially the Lions against the officials here. The Lions are saying, no, the right guy reported. The officials are saying, no, the other guy reported. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Ultimately, though, the Lions still had another opportunity. Actually, two more opportunities. The second chance that also got in was negated by a penalty. And that means there was one more opportunity for the Lions and the two-point conversion. Ball sits just inside the four-yard line. Lions down by one, going for two, 23 seconds to go. Goff back, looking, throwing. It is incomplete off the hands of James Mitchell, and the Cowboys are going to survive. What would you be? Would you be frustrated right now? I mean, is it on the call? Is it on the execution? Is it, you know, what is I don't like losing, Dave, and that's what happened. We lost, and that bothers me, you know? It bothers me. I don't like having an L. So that's Dean Campbell, very frustrated. He says, no way. We did exactly what we told the officials we were going to do. Decker reported. We even let them know ahead of time that that's what's going to happen. Again, something got lost in translation. Here's the thing. There's no way the official would just lie. That, to me, is so unlikely. It's loud in there. How about that? How about it's extremely loud inside AT&T Stadium. These guys are going for a two-point conversion and the win, which means Cowboys fans are out of their minds. Is it possible, just for the sake of argument, that the official either heard it wrong or heard the wrong guy or that the wrong guy said the wrong thing? I don't know. I'm just saying it's super loud in there. And the idea that both guys go over and only one reports is an attempt by the Lions to try to throw the Cowboys off. It's hard to talk in a stadium that loud. It's hard to communicate effectively in a stadium that loud. Maybe the Lions did get jobbed, right? Maybe Decker did report, and what the official heard was the other guy. Maybe he just got the name wrong. Maybe he got the number wrong. Sure, there's a very real possibility he made a mistake, but to act like it was intentional or that the officials in the NFL rigged this game is, is redonkulous. Here's something else that I didn't know until I was researching on Sunday. And this comes from a report with Adam Schefter, the great and, and longtime ESPN senior insider. Apparently, even before that Lions two-point conversion fiasco, there was a tripping call that would have negated a Tony Pollard seven-yard run. So a tripping call that was made 
on Dallas. So a, a penalty that was on Dallas for tripping. And so the Cowboys faced a, a first and 25, right? So maybe if there's no first and 25, they end up moving the chains. Maybe it's a touchdown instead of a field goal, blah, blah, blah. But going back to that, the video, what the NFL has discovered is that it was actually Aiden Hutchinson of the Lions, not the Cowboy player who got flagged for the tripping. So it was, it should have been a call on the Lions, not the Cowboys. Right? So my only point in saying that is that these guys are human. If they made a mistake on the two-point conversion, okay. But it's not like the Lions didn't have another opportunity and then another one after that. So they still had the last chance, right? They still had the opportunity to make good on the two-point conversion. It's not as though the officials ended the game with the one that was called back or the second one that was called back either. And also, they missed a call against the Lions just a couple minutes beforehand. Generally, the calls even out. I know sometimes you've got higher profile calls that set the world on fire because the NFL stole a win, blah, blah, blah. No, in actuality, these calls generally even out. But maybe it makes you feel better, Lions fans, to know this particular crew. Now, every official, this is, this is true. I'm not just making this up. I've heard this from Gene Steratore. I know this to be true. Every official at every position is evaluated on every play of every game. You guys, every single play not just the ones that are controversial. These officials are graded very harshly. And this particular officiating crew has made one too many mistakes. And because of that, has had their postseason privileges revoked, meaning they will not work as a team in the postseason, according to the reports. I guess that remains to be seen if those reports are accurate. But yeah, they're going to get, they're going to lose their opportunity to, to, move, to work the playoffs, which means extra money and higher profile. Because they've made a couple of big mistakes this year in the NFL. But the mistakes don't determine games. Again, they miss one on the Lions, just the possession before. And the Lions still had the last opportunity, right? The Lions still had the ball in their hands with the chance to win this game. By the way, this is what Taylor Decker had to say following this whole mess with the Diddy reporter did not report. All I really want to say on it, just so I don't get myself into trouble, is I mean, I did exactly what coach told me to do and uh, went to the ref, set report, and uh, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, it's my understanding too that, you know, Dan brings up the possibility of those sorts of plays pregame. So uh, I did, did what I was told to do, and did how we did it in practice all week, and uh, I mean, that's probably all I'm really going to touch on with that. It looked like Jared did tell you to go over there, and you were all over there. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I mean, there's not much more I can add to it. I mean, there's see the video of it. Right. So again, Taylor Decker says he did what he was told to do, and that Campbell had even given the official a heads up about what they might be doing, and all of that may be true. Maybe the official made an egregious mistake, but it's not what decided the game. I know, unpopular opinion, but it's still my opinion when it comes to officials. The Lions still had a chance. And they had many chances before that. And if you're Jared Goff and you throw a pick in the final couple minutes of a huge game, I don't know how you can blame the officials. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. So the Cowboys now are in position because of that win at home. First of all, they remain perfect at home this season. All right, so they end up 8-0 and at AT&T Stadium for their first perfect home record since the 80s. 
since the early 80s. So this team is a little bit different. They can win the NFC East title because the Cowboys have taken care of their business enough where the Eagles have have been backpedaling, right? The Eagles have lost four of five now. So with a victory on the road, oh, there's the crux for the Cowboys. With a victory on the road in Week 18 against division foe Washington, they can capture the NFC East. And again, it's I think it's more critical for Dallas than it is for Philadelphia, only because Dallas does have a decided home field advantage. All right, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Snap to golf, looking, throwing it to the left. It is dropped. Dropped by the tight end, Mitchell. And the Cowboys are going to have a one-point lead in the ball. Uh, defense had the big takeaways and, and the two-point. <laughs> I mean, that was in a two-point extravaganza. You know, it, it looked like training camp. Um, you know, line up and go at it for three or four plays. I don't want to talk about it. I explain everything pregame. To a T. Okay, I did that. 70 reported, 58 didn't, or 68 didn't. We threw it to 68. That was the explanation. Hits, misses, and messes. Time to talk football after hours with Amy Lawrence. The Cowboys version of the final call as on Dallas Radio Network, Brad Sham, and uh, no doubt Babe Loffenberg are thrilled to just escape with the win as many of the Cowboys felt that way too. Not that they didn't earn it, only that those last few moments, those last few two-point conversion attempts were definitely tense and stressful. Again, the, the explanation that the officials gave to Dan Campbell as well as to the league and also to the... I, I would say the NFL audience as a whole, right? This is their story and they're sticking to it. That two guys went over to them one of them reported, and the one that they said reported to them as an eligible receiver was not the one who caught the ball. All right, so I think it's worth mentioning 
from longtime NFL GM and front office executive Scott Pioli, who's now an analyst on NFL Network. He said, I've never seen two guys go over to quote unquote report. Well, and, and honestly, two guys can't report. So, right, that was really a sleight of hand. It was a trick by the Lions to confuse the Cowboys' defense. Ultimately, the official does have to tell the other team. So, that's the whole thing is that's why you report. If you're going to be eligible on one particular snap, the defense gets to know about it so they can adjust at the last second. Cowboys thought the other guy reported where it was Taylor Decker who caught the two-pointer. Lions had two more shots at it, actually. Can only blame the refs for so much. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, Happy New Year to you. Some things never change, right? The NFL is still the best reality show on TV. We've got more to talk about. We're going to set the stage and the scenarios for week 18. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, that's how you can find me. Let me know where you are and how you're listening on what is now January 1st, 2024, for the majority of our audience. Kathy is in Maine. Kathy, welcome to After Hours. Oh, thank you, Kathy. I, oh, my, tell me, I'm 80 years old and been listening to you since you came on CBS. Boom! And I, have, I haven't changed my channel yet. Oh, I love that. So you remember when we first went on the air, January 2013? Yes, sir, I do. And I, and I, I love the, uh, I love the uh, musher. He was the good. That was a oh, good Matt time. Oh, Matt the musher, yes. That was a couple of years ago now. So, Kathy. Yeah, I know it. I know it. I'm, I, I am um, a recent uh, widow, hmm. and um, my cat wakes me up every night. And <laughs> 2 o'clock, he, he makes sure I get up, listen to you, and uh, we both go to bed very early, but... As far as the games were concerned, they were really good. Mm-hmm. I liked Mahomes in that. That was fun mm-hmm. watching that. And um, when Bob and you, I'm so happy. I was, <laughs> I was glad to finally find your, um, you know, happy people make wonderful partners for that's, life. That's true. Good point. Well, I'm so sorry yeah. about your your spouse and your recent loss, but we're glad to keep you company at all hours of the day and night, whenever that happens to be. But how do you listen? Do you listen on a radio station? I listen on a radio station out of Boston, and uh, that's the one I can get. <laughs> okay, so it's a, it's yes. W W E E I out of Boston. Yep, gotcha. Yep, that's the one I listen to, and I I was listening to this show after you with the with the partners. I Maggie they, and I don't know what happened uh, after your your show is over at uh, six o'clock. We had Eastern um, time, right? Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So you mean, and, do you, so uh, are you talking about the local Boston state, the local Boston show or us here on CBS? Well, na- national, national. Gotcha. Right? Okay. So it was, yeah. it was the DA show and now yeah. it's Maggie and Perloff. Oh, I like them. Yeah. They're good too. It's hard <laughs> to get your day going when you're listening to the radio all day, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, we're happy to keep you company whenever you need us. Kathy, oh, happy new year you. to you. Thank you oh, for faithfully listening and... for 11 years. I'm glad you got back, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, I had a 40-year marriage, and I'm, I'm hoping you have the same. Yeah, me too. I appreciate that. Bye. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Happy New Year to you. That's really sweet of Kathy. Yeah, anybody else out there who can say they've been listening all 11-plus years now to CBS Sports Radio, uh, that's awesome. Thank you. Okay, so we are going to get back to your phone calls, 855-212-4227. I know I spent a little extra time on that Cowboys-Lions finish, but to me, blaming officials is to take away the credit or the blame from the guys who deserve it, which is the coaching staff, 
and also the athletes. I get that the officials make calls that put teams sometimes in tough positions. I do. And the NFL hates it when calls become the story, which is why this officiating crew has been graded harshly and even downgraded. But it's still the athletes who decide. How about give Donovan Wilson credit for the interception that he had against Jared Goff in the late stages of a tense game? How about don't blame the officials and instead give Donovan Wilson credit for his pick that led to a Cowboys field goal? To me, that's putting the credit and the attention and the blame where it's due and not giving it to the guys or gals in stripes. Once again, Happy New Year. Glad to have you with us. Packers are, weirdly enough, in a very similar position to where they were a year ago at this time. And that's without Aaron Rodgers. Dun-dun-dun-dun! It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Here's our latest sports update, and here's Manny Rodriguez. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Fakes to Jones, back to pass, looking, looking, loads up, deep down the middle, got a man, and it's caught for a touchdown. Jaden Reed running right down the middle, in between the hash marks, and Love threw a strike. 33 yards on the pass play from Love to Reed, and the Packers lead 9-0 in the first quarter. Shotgun snap, Love is back to pass, looking, throws over the middle, caught by Jaden Reed, runs away from the defense, across the 20, 15 to the 10, inside the 5, Reed to the end zone, touchdown Packers! Jaden Reed made the catch, ran across the field from right to left, and scores! We were moving the ball, getting into a rhythm, um, you know, I was trying to get the ball out of my hand quick and get it to the playmakers, um, and let those guys go um, make some moves in space, and that's exactly what we were doing, and the, the run game was was really great tonight. Um, you know, Aaron Jones, AJ, PT, um, you know, those guys battled the whole time. O-line did great. So I think everybody was just executing um, at a high level tonight. It's time to pull on the pads and hit somebody. On After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. How about the best game of his young career, Jordan Love? Has four total touchdowns. If we were doing Monday MVP poll here on After Hours, he would have to be a candidate. Four of them, three through the air, including a pair to Jaden Reed. Long touchdown catches to Jaden Reed. And the Packers were already up 23-3 over the Vikings at halftime on Sunday Night Football. The call's there with Ryan Radke on Westwood One. Aaron Jones, his best game of the year for the Packers. 120 yards on the ground. And here we go. This is a phrase that a lot of people like to use. In fact, I will use it for my own life, my own career here. Uh, As we start 2024, Happy New Year. A lot of times the phrase, what a difference a year makes, will come out of my mouth. And for me and my personal life, it definitely does. In the year 2023, got married. Moved a person and another dog into my house. Our, Our house, sorry, babe, our house. 
the the other half is here. I was going to call you my better half, but I don't know if I believe that. So, you know, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm teasing. Love you. Anyway, uh, so it personally and professionally for a lot of us, we can say what a difference a year makes. For the Packers, yes, what a difference a year makes. Aaron Rodgers was their quarterback at this time last year. But here's the crazy part. Irony at its finest. Even though Aaron Rodgers leaves, he goes to the Jets, where he tears his Achilles four snaps into the season, and he's been watching from the sidelines ever since. The Packers in Green Bay, life goes on without you. This is just what happens. Sometimes... We like to be missed, right? We like to know that our our presence or our absence is felt, except in the NFL, yeah, granted, there's no one else who's Aaron Rodgers, but no one's irreplaceable. No one. Eventually, they find someone to replace you. And a year later, these same Packers are going into week 18 facing a win-and-get-in game at Lambeau Field. I mean, how about that? Right on the heels of what's been one of their best stretches here, where Jordan Love and the offense have found a comfort zone. The Packers beat the Vikings in Minnesota. They moved to 8-8. Eight and eight. And because of the nature of the NFC, where you've got the top dogs and it's top-heavy, and then a bunch of teams that are mediocre behind them, the Packers are the exact same situation they were a year ago. Win at Lambeau Field in Week 18, and you're into the playoffs. They couldn't do it in the final game of Aaron Rodgers' career in the green and gold. Can they do it with Jordan Love at the helm against the Bears in Week 18? It also meant something for the Lions last year, remember? Because there was the Lions that beat them at Lambeau and kind of signified to the world that they were ready to take that next step. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Lots of you finding me on Twitter and on Facebook and letting us know where you're listening. This one comes from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. That's Paul on W, what's, it's called the Jocks in Birmingham via the iHeartRadio app. So a lot of you listen to other stations, but you do it where you are because of the power of the interwebs. Uh, Ruman is on Amazon Echo and listening at 92.9 The Game, our great affiliate in Atlanta. Let's see, Mitchell is in Ontario, Canada on Lake Huron, currently out plowing the local roads. Oh, please be safe, but send some of that snow to me. Big Cowboys fan. They didn't play great, but they found a way to win on Saturday. Uh, This is Colby in Dallas on our affiliate, 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Another tweet listening in on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. Congrats to the newlyweds. Hey, that's us. Eek. Uh, and happy new year. And then James says he's listening in Las Vegas on the Odyssey app. All right, let's work in some phone calls here. Actually, first, though. Nah, you know what? Let's move on. Let's go back to our calls just because I know a lot of you want to weigh in. 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, let's see. Let's talk to James, who's in Arizona, wants to weigh in on the officials for Cowboys Lions, it sounds like. James, happy new year. <clears throat> Can you hear me? I can, but you got to turn your radio down because there's an echo. I, Alexa, stop. Is that better? <laughs> yes. Sorry about that. Tell the girl well, to I shut up. Glendale, and I'm listening through the Alexa app to 105.3 from Cowboys fans. Perfect. From the fan in Cowboys land. All right, so what do you think? So, well, I, when I was listening to the game, I was listening to the, the Joe Buck and Aikman 
call on the game, and they have that ref that sits in the booth with them, you know, from, from the league office. Mm-hmm. And when that play happened and they called the foul, he had talked to New York or talked to one of the refs, and they said there was actually three different calls they could have called on him. One is where, you, where they don't line up the right way on the line, and the other was a, a guy was too far down the field. All three of them were five-yard penalties, and they just chose the one to say the wrong guy. The wrong guy didn't say he was eligible. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so the, I, I understand why the Lions are angry about it, but ultimately, as you point out, there are other moments, um, and, and this could have been the case. I know that Gene Steratore mentioned uh, – that generally, it you have to. It's if it's going to be a couple of guys over there. There's got to, you have to have the right report because um, it's only fair to the defense that they know which guy is eligible, right? So well, and and even if they didn't call that one, they they were still lined up wrong. Yeah, I got you. You're right. They were, yeah. and I've I've seen some back and forth about that. I just think it's most important to remember that this call did not decide the game. The Lions still had another chance. Actually, had two more chances on the two, two point conversion. Exactly. Yeah. So it's frustrating to me sometimes when people blame the refs when the Lions were still in the same position. They had a chance to do it all over again if that's what they wanted. And uh, thank you for taking my call, and Mm -hmm. congratulations on getting married. You guys are awesome. Oh, thanks, James. Happy New Year to you. Let's see. Let's try another one here. Dan is in California. Dan, welcome to After Hours. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Hey, uh, well, congratulations on getting married, uh, (laughs) and Happy New Year. Thank you, you too. And, uh... I might have missed something, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but who do the refs tell on the Cowboys who's the eligible receiver? That's what I want to know. I'm not getting, I haven't heard any specifics on who they told. Okay. No. Actually don't know that. I could look it up. Yeah. Uh, but they do have to tell the defense, right? So, again, there's a, a lot, it's almost like a game of telephone where it goes from the Lions to the official, then the official to the Cowboys. I mean, there's there's a lot of different elements. And, again, loud in AT&T Stadium. And so I, whether or not the refs blew it, maybe they blew it royally. Uh, we're finding out that they've also messed up on another call that would have hurt the Lions um, like or hurt the Cowboys, but should have been against the Lions. Yeah. So this crew itself did not have a banner year. Uh, it sounds like they've been downgraded and out of the playoffs. So they're going to pay for it. Uh, but it's it's definitely not why the game was lost by Detroit. Well, I, yeah, and I understand that. But the thing is that if you miss two two point tries, whether it's penalties or what have you, offsides, kick the extra point, tie it up, seriously. And move on. Yeah, I mean, it's just interesting. I, I, you know, that, that's just the karma thing. if i roll the dice at a crap table you know and i you know all of a sudden i haven't rolled a seven i mean i might want to pull some money back or you know move some money around but you know what i'm saying it's just uh dan you know he he just gets so damn excited because of the position that they're in and i can understand that you know he's got his hat tilted up on one call he's talking to golf you know we see everybody you know most of the other uh coaches you know, they, they keep their hat down, you know, and they're, they're keeping their cool. You know, he just, he gets really <laughs> excited. I don't know if he's chewing tobacco either because it looked like he had a big brown spot in the bottom of his teeth. All right, but, I don't know. Hey. I don't care. But here's what I know is that yeah. it's funny. You're right. Like, it seems as though Campbell's going to lose his mind. But have you ever seen Brian Dayball on the sidelines? The Giants head coach looks like he's going to spontaneously combust. I mean, we've got guys that used to get so red in the face that I would worry about them. So, yeah, this is, well, it's, coaching is definitely hard on the ticker. It, it really is. I understand is. that. Yeah. And Dable should probably take it easy. Because, you know, <laughs> nah. you know, 
You can't be pushing those extra pounds. Now, Campbell's pretty well jacked. Okay. Mr. Nutritionist heading into 2024. (laughs) All right, Dan, we're up against the clock. I have to let you go, but happy new year to you. All right. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Let's not, let's not overweight shame. Let's, let's not be pointing to things that don't matter for the head coaches. (laughs) What matters is their minds, not necessarily their bodies. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Where are you? How are you listening as we start 2024 together, together, forever? It's After Hours, right here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 